Wow, listen to those luscious oriental grooves. Truly. I mean, I mean, it's truly the sound of the Orient. It is that is the spirit <laughs> of the Asian peoples. All I always, them. you know, whenever I listen to to Asian pop music, I always appreciate when it sounds particularly, you know, Asian in a very distinctive way. And I think uh-huh. that song really nails it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've transported into a different place in time. I'm <laughs> I'm taken back to feudal Japan or perhaps somewhere in China on that big wall they got. <laughs> and uh, I know the one. I feel like I'm about to be pillaged by a Mongol horde. Have my or perhaps have my entire my entire town burned to the ground and watches my sisters and, and my mother are raped and murdered in front of me. It'd be funny if China, like the same way we have Civil War reenactments, they had like Mongol reenactments, but it's just <laughs> like you do rape. <laughs> like you just just real fucking because that's how they would do it. Yeah, well, it's it's called it's to preserve their heritage. I don't know what 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 is what is even Chinese communism anymore? That that shit's all crazy right now. Uh, that they got they're all right fucked, now they're all fucked up. I mean they've been fucked up, but uh, yeah, China. You know, I I just feel like there's very there's probably not a single point in history where I'm looking at China and I'm like I love these guys. I don't I, don't, uh, I do, and that's right now, baby. Uh huh. <laughs> Yo, right, right, right. My bad. We have to sell out to the party before they come and take us. Um, I mean, yeah. sure, that, but also, like, damn, it sure would be nice to live over there. They're partying. They're putting out videos of them partying. We're all stuck in our houses. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you always were a party animal. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to fish over here, okay? That's COVID's, true. COVID's keeping me from fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unable to there's a law against fishing now because you can't be as good as I am at fishing it's like oh yeah it's only like 10 it's only like 100 pounds of fish a day and I'm like well what's even the point what's even the point of going outside it's like it's if I like, can only uh, that's like two fish for me you've yeah. reached the top of Everest and there's no higher hill to climb that's it you've reached the summit of your of your accomplishments in this life you peaked so to speak pretty much yeah Caught a five, maybe six pound bass. I'm pretty. I'm done. I'm retired. Oh shit! I don't do that anymore. <clears throat> you gotta you gotta start going for for more obscure kinds of brands of. I just gotta you, use you, smaller hooks. You know, they're like plant girls and stuff. Like girls, they're all in the plants and shit. Yeah. Uh, you need to be a fish guy, <laughs> which is way cooler. <laughs> I mean, you if you if you had said fish guy, I would have gotten what you mean immediately without you having to compare it to plant girl because like fish guy is a very well established like uh uh you know uh yeah 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 of course you're an angler you're gonna be an angler yeah Yeah. there's fishing me there's there's we've just gotten to ironic fishing memes you know and um (laughs) they're a little behind the times the fishermen they don't really come in you know they don't come in much they're always out on their boats that's what's so great yeah they're 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 taking it easy have you Um, guys seen this nyan cat I made a nyan fish. I got a dancing baby fish. I remember when I was visiting my uncle in Virginia in like 2000, 2006, I found a bumper sticker that said, uh, women want me, fish fear me. And he thought it was hilarious. Uh, uh, and he fair, probably I still would. Because... 
So um, I, I'm sure. I hope someone has made "Fish Want Me, Women Fear Me," and hope no one notices, except some people. <laughs> you know? Like fish Dude, are just drawn to me. That's gotta be our first Women are piece fucking of merch. Terrified. We've been in this game for what four years now? Five years. <laughs> it's that phrase, and it's just a silhouette. It's just a simplistic, like minimalist, like uh, stick figure art of a man missionary fucking a fish. Just holding it down by the gills, he's by the gill plate. He's got a smiley face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a profile, so it's coming up like the side halfway through. Yeah. His face. Uh, no eyebrows. <laughs> no, just it's like David's classic taking a shit lol, but he's fucking fish. <laughs> That's no one's gonna get that. But a while yeah, ago, we were, we were playing we we're playing the Jackbox game Drawful, and you could you draw your own like avatar or whatever. And he was in the bathroom, still had his phone. And he drew a little smiley face man um, tip tap tip tapping on his laptop, but on the toilet. And his name was taking a shit lol. And very yeah, funny. It's, it's, I, I don't want to, it's, it's hard to describe when a smiley face is particularly funny, but just take my word for it. It was perfectly very content. It was, yeah, it, yeah. it was a euphoric. He was loving life. Um, um, man, I'm, I'm operating at like a two right now. I was, I got, I went to sleep at 6 a.m. and then got up at 9. I've been, I got three hours of sleep. You said it was night. pretty sweet until 6 a.m., though. Yeah, I, then I crashed really hard. I'm like, oh, I need to sleep now. And yeah. then I was only able to sleep for a couple hours. Um, so that, that sucks. What do you got going on? Um, let's see. Similar vein, last week um, was one of my... Um, one of my most successful all-nighters. I decided, fuck it. I have a lot of work to do. Um, stayed up. Uh, it turned out okay. I did not fall asleep at 8.30 and miss my meeting and get in trouble like I usually do. Mm. So that was nice. Um, what else is going on? I told you about Connor being homeless because his family uh, wouldn't let him into his house because of COVID, because he flew thousands of miles to have condom sex with some lady he met on discord uh uh so he was hanging out i had i I watched about half of these shows with him forced him to because fuck him did that Um, make it any better a little bit yeah a little bit would have been miserable i would have been pausing and checking my phone basically the whole time if it weren't for but i was i was i was able to just be like behold this is my life um Oh my God, I can feel all of the thoughts I'm having escaping my brain in real time. <laughs> this is awful. Okay. Um, no, because pot, cause, yes, because we're recording and all the all the thoughts leave. Well, I'm recording and also I'm just fucking tired. It's like, it's the, the combination of um, two. My, my brain is a sieve right now and it's just, everything's just sifting right through it. Um, I, uh, I have, I've thought of a new segment and I, we won't, I, I don't think we're going to be able to get to this today. Uh, because I'm not prepared. Okay. But, new segment. Um, new segment. I I thought it would be funny to have a segment where I I call out by name real ecstasy dealers from the dark web uh, <laughs> and just make fun of the pictures of their product uh, and just uh, just basically roast specifically ecstasy dealers. Um, I thought that would be very funny. I like that. But, okay. Well, maybe we'll consider that for the future. Um, um, is there a market? Here's the thought. Yeah, I was I was I was hanging out with my friends, hanging out with some friends tonight, watching a movie, and 
we got on the topic of conversation of period blood. We were talking to our girl, uh, the, the, the girlfriend of the group. Token girl, yeah. And uh, and we're like, would you sell period blood on the internet for perverts? And she said she would if the number was high enough to where um, she wouldn't. There, there's a number that she could reach. If it was like $1,000 a vial or something, she'd be comfortable with it. Is there even a way to do that? That I wonder if that's... It's legal. a biohazard material. That's definitely biohazard material. You're making male handlers, you know, handle that. That might yeah. not be okay to ship blood. Well, if I do it on the dark night, I can just vacuum seal that shit like eight times over. Get a vacuum sealer. And then, so let me know. Hit me up if you have any sort of interest in, uh, but don't actually don't. Okay. You need a CDC, CDC shipping category label when shipping blood samples. So no, you, you cannot. You I cannot can't get that. that. No, you can't get that. You can't get that shit. What if it were to turn it into some sort of art piece by smearing it on a? If you smeared it, that would be fine. I think. Yeah. If it were okay. if, if it were a two D plane, no, just yeah. kind of a bottle of it or a vial. Perhaps some sort of gelatinous form, like if you were to congeal it. Uh, <laughs> mix it with cornstarch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. no uh, what if you what if you turned it into some sort of uh, non Newtonian fluid and you could just freeze it off of it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you, think, do you think there's a market for that? Of course there is. I bet. Yeah, no. I mean, if it were if it, it were, worth, if it were legal, there would be a huge market for it. Do you think there's enough of a return on investment to crack that market to 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 invest time into looking into it? I d- I have no idea how much blood is actually involved in a period. Now that I think about it, so I really don't know at all. If it's like, you know, um, I would say you know people are going to want like what minimum, let's say ten milliliters. Uh, how much blood? Period. Um, women will lose less than 16 teaspoons of blood, 80 milliliters during a period. If you sold one teaspoon, that might be doable, actually. Um, I mean, but why, why even bother? Like, just sell your piss. Like, what's Oh, the- yeah. Wait, can you do that? That's probably okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is the premium option. We'll, 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 we'll crack things open with the piss. Which doesn't belong. I mean, I could just sell my piss at that point. She doesn't even have to be involved. We'll just have an image of her holding a jar with some sort of yellow fluid, and it'll just be my piss. And people will be drinking my piss all over the country. According to the FedEx website, it looks like you can ship urine. Okay. Packaging guidelines for, for clinical samples. Um, primary watertight inner receptacle, absorbent material, secondary watertight inner receptacle, sturdy outer packaging. Doesn't say anything about a licensor, you know anything like that. So I think you're good to ship with FedEx at least. Oh my God. I don't know about USPS, but yeah, you can ship some piss. Yeah. I don't you know. Have a, you're going to spend a lot of money on, on, you know, airtight containers, but still, it, but if you can get, you know, a hundred bucks a jar for piss, cause I can produce quite a bit. And again, she doesn't even need no, to be involved. Okay, no one's going to buy yours. I mean, well, yeah, the thing is, is it, it, they think they're buying hers. Oh, that's funny. But I mean, people are going to do people are, like, they're definitely, they're going to do tests. They're going to, you'll get caught. Well, we can dilute it. We'll do some of hers and then a whole bunch of mine. No one's going to buy diluted. Come on. They're going to be well, gonna no, have no, some no. angry customers. If No, if but they're, they're going to test it. They're going to see. They're going to, they're going to go. Through yeah, it. dude, they're perverts. They want to know. Okay. 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 So, you know, I guess she'd be fine with it then. I'll talk to her. Um, 
How much of the profit is she getting here? Like, how much are you splitting this? She was saying 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Can I advertise that on 4chan? No, there's no advertising on 4chan allowed unless you literally buy an ad. Is that that's what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can probably do that. Piss piss jars on the porny. Yeah, they advertise fucking Ona holes or whatever for 15 years. So, yeah, it's. Okay. Okay, yeah, it might be a decent investment. Uh, I'd have to find a way to launder this money through some sort of um, more legitimate business front. Uh, but that's a Speaking of laundering money, chain link back up to 11, baby. There you go. Woo. Um, yeah, this is a golden bull run, baby. Here we go. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, I, before I forget this, and before just do, on the topic of sleep, I'm going to just jump on anything that comes to mind that I don't want to lose now. I'm not that's gonna. Good. Yeah, I'm not gonna good. worry about about segues because these are fleeting, fleeting thoughts that will just flitter out of my brain. Um, so we've got. I was. I mentioned that uh, I got three hours of sleep, and and my friend Chase is like, <clears throat> my friend Chase is like, oh yeah, man, I've been having a really hard time with sleep this week too. I wonder. It's like no wonder I'm so tired all the time. And he sent me <laughs> the biometrics on his phone from that was like tracking his sleep. And okay. he, he was consistently getting to bed right at midnight and waking up at 8 a.m. every single day. And there was about a swing of 30 minutes on either side. And I'm like, this is the most normal sleep schedule I've ever seen in my entire life. He's like, no, but dude, there's variability, though. It's like, it's, it looks, look at this. Like, uh, one night I went to sleep at midnight. And one night I went to sleep at 1230. I'm like, you motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, I don't even know how he manages it because he drinks coffee like a fuck. And he's still able to just do this perfect. And he, he just, and to him, this is somehow still imperfect, which just goes to show. So the grass is always greener, you know, when you've got somebody who has a perfect sleep cycle, but is still tired all the time. Mm, bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. For me, yeah, I, we should get started on the shows, but uh, I think. The only other things left for me are Underworld's evolution, not not good. Mm-hmm. First of all, the first movie was like two hours. Second one was like an hour and a half. I didn't even know it was done. And then the credits started rolling. Freaked me out. Um, um let's see. Uh, ordered more speed. Very excited. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, uh, more sparingly laughing at a healthy level. Yes, more more responsible this time. I'm trying okay. to save it. Um. And then, uh, and then, uh, finally, finally got a, a Rokubusaki figure that's, uh, oh, I've been looking for on, uh, on Mandarin for months now. Um, sure. It's like $38. Shit, don't, don't Google it. Don't type anything. Stop it. I hear you. What are you doing? Yeah. I would never look that up. Don't look it up. Okay. 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 Is it a um, surprise? Uh, yeah, it's a surprise. Uh, uh, so all you have to do, all you have to do to order from Mandrake is input your credit card a few times an hour for like two days and eventually it'll work. So, uh, let's talk uh, about what? Uh, quick, quick, quick. I'm going to recap the Friday, the, the, the nightmare on Elm streets. Uh, I, I, fin- <laughs> I finished, I finished. Oh yeah. You watched more. Um, I'm done with the core series. The only ones that I have left are, uh, Freddy versus Jason and then the remake. Um, Freddy versus Jason, I personally love. I think it's brilliant. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
And the remake I've never seen. I'll come back with the results on that. Um, Freddy's Dead, completely unwatchable. I'd say it's the only move in the entire franchise that is god awful. It's hmm. like it's like the quality of like the seventh or eighth Amityville horror movie. You know, it's Ooh. like we're looking at that kind of level of badness. Um, yeah, where it's just like not even official. It's like amateur. Um, the uh, 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 Wes Craven's New Nightmare, outstanding. Arguably the best one in the entire franchise. Never even heard of that. It's the name of the movie, New Nightmare? Yeah, it's Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which is the the uh, final of the original Nightmare on Elm Street films. Um, huh. Which which he, he came in. It's It's a meta movie. Um, but it's done really tastefully and, and well. Uh, and I, I couldn't believe just like how well executed a lot of the ideas are in it. Directed uh, by Wes Craven, right, written by Wes Craven and Wes Craven. He has two credits on his own movie, two, two writing credits. Yeah, it's based on the characters that he created, and he also And also he wrote it. I feel yes. like, well, whatever. And then he also is in the movie. <laughs> uh, playing Cameo him. or like an actual he, role? He plays himself at, in the movie. And oh, then, it's a okay. Yep. Very meta nineteen. Yeah, the nineties. Very yeah, very ironic, very post. Well, yeah, it was, it was it's excellent. So the best ones for sure. New Nightmare and Dream Warriors. Then yeah. there's a small power gap. I'd say one and four are both great. And five is pretty damn good. And then there's another pretty substantial power gap, and it's two. Two is very underwhelming, mediocre as hell. And then Freddy's Dead is not even worth watching. Which but is I, the one I, where he has the power glove? Is that five? Um, no, that's Three, new, it's new Nightmare. I'm sorry, not, not, it's not New Nightmare. That's uh, uh, Freddy's Dead. Oh, that's the bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that one's just horrible. It's super embarrassing the entire way through. Mm, yeah. But he says, now I'm playing with power. That's yeah. That sequence is really rough. By the time you get to that decent joke, it's like you just want to die. That's not a that's not a decent joke. That's a slogan that he says. And real quick, I said I was gonna roll. I said we were gonna watch uh, Daybreakers. We did watch it, and it was okay. Okay, is it like a serious movie? Yes. Um, ending not great. Pretty oh. low budget, but uh, it's you know they tried. Uh, Sam Neill, a little too evil. Uh, there's mm. too many like bad guys coming back at the end and then dying, and then someone steps out of the shadows, like, Oh, I'm back, uh-huh. and like three times in a row, and they're all in the same room. Pretty embarrassing. Uh, but uh, Willem Dafoe with the southern accent's funny, you know. Oh, yeah, let's, let's talk about some anime. Let's do it, man. Let's get it going. Let's finish this sucker up. Um, uh, let's see. The, okay, the first thing we both watched was oh, you you had already seen this last time. Yes, and you were upset about it. I'm upset about <laughs> um, it. Uh, Kuma 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 Bear. Translator's notes: uh, Kuma means bear. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Kuma 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 Bear. It's uh, it's my least favorite type of isekai. Um, is this a type of isekai? I've never seen anything like this, to be honest with you. It, well, well, I think we've covered a show that was a, a VR MMO show where it's like well, sh- it's it's people playing a VR game and they go on adventures in VR game. 
And it's not like there's some sort of stakes behind it. It is just they, they are playing the game. And oh, then well, at the sure. end of the episode, yeah, they get out of the VR headset. And that is my least favorite of these types of shows. That's, yeah. I mean, that's an overall. But like, uh, yeah, the takeaway for me is like, it's an isekai. And the only gimmick is that she likes it's bears. Brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. It's like, it's just that you're waiting for any sort of hook. And there is no, oh, yeah, there's, no, there's like, no hook in the entire episode. There's nothing in it to distinguish it from, from anything like else. The, other the than hook is supposed to be that she's like somewhat easygoing and kind of autistic about bears, but it's like they don't, there's no, there's nothing to juxta, juxtapose that with. And so it's not it's, even like, it's not even like, uh, she, she's self, she's sure of herself. She's incredibly overpowered. There's never any point where she needs to do anything creative with her powers. She just goes off and is like, I'm the coolest person ever. And I'm, I'm not phased by any of this. And there's no but it's, drama. It's also, yeah. And it's also not like there's like, 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 it's interesting to see how she solves problems or something. Like there's a fucking 10 minute fight scene in the first episode where she beats this giant black snake. With just bear, and, with bear powers. With just, with just her bare hands. And and that's it. And then she wins and, and she, um, then she eats some eggs. Set. She likes the eggs. And then, yeah, you, you described the show as a show about watching the stock market. And I was so confused until like minute 22 of this show, this episode. Um, uh, because, yeah, she gets that and it turns out she's just sustaining her 24 hour VR uh, lifestyle by by uh, by just investing. crushing the market, fam. And maybe her grandpa also pays for some stuff um her her life outside of the game is more interesting but it's literally like 30 seconds there is of this there, is, there is any human drama there's one instance of human drama in the entire episode which is at the very end when she <laughs> when she says okay uncle i'll visit you because he because uh she's a minor because she's 15 and she can't sign the lease on her own apartment so she oh, yeah, it might, might be uncle she's an og son or whatever so um, uncle or grandpa something and uh, yeah, that's that's it. It's like, oh, you coerced me, and I gotta go. I gotta go hang out with my gump gump now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I can't wait to come back and play more of this fun VR game. Or she's like, I'm gonna first play some of this more fun VR adventures with my bear powers. And there's nothing. There is. There's no. There's nothing. It's devoid, <laughs> it's devoid of anything that would be compelling. There is no. There's there's one character. Yes. <laughs> and it's, she's like a she, bear enthusiast. And, and, and like. She rides she, bears. She's she got a husky have- voice. I mean, her voice is a little, her voice is a little unique. She's got a huskier voice. But she's rich. She eats eggs. She beats the, the black viper. Every interaction with this world is so devoid of any kind of like drama there's just it's 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 bizarre it's it's bizarre i don't know why anybody thought this was a good idea there's just i can't it's so strange yeah like it's i I guess the pitch pitch meeting is like we we need a vr mmo game anime you know and we've do we have somebody who's got one of those written up right now all right yeah we'll we'll do this one yeah Um, also it, it was particularly uh painful that this was the third you know, straight fantasy show in a row that I'd watched on this fucking list. Uh, You're not very good at it. 
watching these shows with Connor, it was so it was even more noticeable than usual. Like, oh, this one's also fantasy. Oh, oh my god. You um, is not your typical fifteen-year-old. First, she's crazy rich from playing the stock market. Second, she's a recluse obsessed with the VR game, and that she's really good at that too. Her life is pretty much perfect until she wakes up one day inside the game she loves and is back at level one. She has to start over, but this time she has a powerful bear suit that's guaranteed to take her places. So she just has to. She's oh, you, just re- you were reading that? Okay. We're, you just okay. have the new game plus a video game, and I'm supposed to watch that and be entertained? <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it is. Get fucked. Uh, yeah, not happy with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else is uh okay? Kuma, Kuma, Kuma Bear. Okay. Uh, how about one that just I watched? Good man. I want to do two in a row because I got a bunch. Um, Kamitachi ni Hirawata Otoko. That means wait, it's up here somewhere. Uh, yes, by the grace of the gods, or uh, the man picked up by the gods. Uh, this is a light novel being animated by Maho Film. Uh, it's about a young boy named Ryoma Takebayashi, and he lives with like a he lives. With like a commune of slimes, it's fantasy. Which, to again. be fair, I, if if I were in an isekai world, I'd probably want to be kicking in with the slimes. You know, they just—I'm all about my slimes. You know what I mean? Like they don't even—they don't have much going on. Do these have personalities? These slimes? What kind of slimes are we dealing with? So he spends the first five minutes or so describing all the different types of, types of slimes that he has, and there's um, poison slimes. There's uh, fucking, I don't know, I don't remember. There's like water slimes, there's mud slimes. There's yeah, uh, There's a whole bunch. And um, he's a cute boy. And my notes say music, question mark? I don't know. I don't remember what that means. He comes across a group of travelers with a wounded guy in the forest. And he, and he nurses him back to health. Um, and it turns out the group has a, a, an important guy in it. He's a duke. And they... Uh, they talk to him and they find out he's very unusually good at magic for seven year old or whatever. And, uh, and then we get a flashback. He was a Japanese salary man and he died and was sent to this world, like some sort of new world. Uh, the way he, there's like 10 minutes of this episode is, is his human form. um, and he's very big and muscular and tired looking because Japanese salary man. And he's talking to these like three, like, uh, you know, fantasy D and D gods. And the background is pure white for like a significant chunk of this episode. Um, just him sitting at a table talking to these fucking people about why he died, where he died, what's going to happen next. Just a whole rundown. And, he died from sneezing in his sleep. I guess that's funny. Uh, I don't even. So, I don't even understand. And the 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 outro is is J Rock. It's sung by Cad Girls that we haven't met yet. He gets it sounds reborn like a quality Japan animation. A young boy's body. Yeah. 
No, it's not very good. It's very boring. Oh, oh, my bad. I see this. There's there is a cat girl. I searched images and I see that there is a a, a fox girl. You know, I understand here. your mistake, yeah. but it is in fact very boring. Oh, okay. Well, because this sounds like stuff that should be exciting. Like you know, you're you're like, wow, I'm reborn in a new a new life. I have a new opportunity, and like that's gotta be kind of invigorating to live vicariously through this this character, right? Like you're like, wow, what opportunities lie before our our hero? as he, he starts a new life in this other world and what kind of fantastical, you know, stuff like that. Right. That's gotta be, that's gotta be pretty, pretty that's exciting. a great idea. Yeah. That's gotta be pretty you exciting. Should, right. You should write that. Um, should I, should I, should I just actually just steal the isekai thing and see if that will work in the West? Do you think that there's light novel? You're going to start light novels in the West. Yeah. No, know. no, no, not light novels. Just take, Write an isekai screenplay and just take all of the best isekai tropes. I mean, that's what um, I'm sure there's. I'm I'm blanking, but there's got to be like an extremely popular like young adult novel that's just an isekai, right? I, I um, can't think of. One. I mean, most popular books are you know sort of technically, not technically, but really spiritually isekais because they're transporting you, the the reader, yeah, yeah, into a because like Harry Potter's <laughs> fucking isekai. Come on. He's a normal boy. He's transported into Wizard World. For sure, for sure. Sure, it's just a technically a different location, but I mean, it's an easy. I guess it is just that's the fish out of water narrative. Percy but, um, Haggins, whatever his name is. I Percy want Lightning Bolt specifically someone to die and then be reborn into the video game world that they used to play in, <laughs> like that kind Ready of player shit. one. That's the twist at the end is that he's actually been uh, he actually died from uh, from lymphoma. Oh yeah, I've seen since lymphoma. He was, he, was in a, he was in a chair, and these were this last. He then and then a, he it pulls out, and it's all happening inside of a snow globe. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Didn't love that goopy, that goopy sekai, huh? No, no not really. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's Connor, still pretty boring. It's a shame, man. I'm sorry you had to suffer through that. Uh, it's okay. I live for I live for this. <laughs> Uh, Akadaba Drive. Akadaba Drive. Let's go. Akadaba Drive. Akadaba Drive. Juice me up. Yeah, baby. up. (laughs) Wait for my hard drive to load these. Oh, I took too many screenshots. I I think we were talking while I took these. Oh, God. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Hey, let's go. (laughs) We're talking turbo stupid out here. This was the first thing Connor and I watched where he was like, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. I believe those were were his his exact words were, okay. Right. I give me the dumb. I, uh, yeah, I looked the show up and the, um, uh, where is it here? The Wikipedia article or whatever says, um, yeah, it, it was, um, so it's an anime original, usually good sign. Um, Piero, uh, the, like the second sentence of the Wikipedia article is influenced by Tarantino and Blade Runner. And I was like, ooh, that could be very good or very bad. And the first shot is like, if, I, if it were just straight up traced from Blade Runner, I would not be surprised. It's 100%. Like they, took, they took a shot from original Blade Runner and added the color palette of 2049. And they thought we would like miss that. But the, you know, you say that you said it could be good or it could be really bad, but it's actually really good bad. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the perfect for me. This is like 
this is this is exactly what I'm looking for when I'm watching something that is so bad that it's good. Like I just it, it's a uh, um it's it it thinks that it is the I mean it's coolest. not even it's not even bad. It's just very shameless. Yeah. Yes. It thinks that it is so cool and everything that it does is actually the most uncool. Yeah, I, I another thing I remember reading was like uh, you know, it's whoever you know the director or whoever wanted to explore characters who do bad things and like in japan <laughs> that's like just sort of like gang members you know typical gang members yeah, yeah uh, not like engaged in domestic abuse i don't does anyone i guess some people get murdered okay fine sure um so yeah uh so it's like it's just blade runner it's it's imagine the setting from blade runner they have that they stole that um they even have the eye, the shot of the eye. We oh, got shit, a caster. Oh, that's the cat, isn't it? Oh, I didn't even catch that. All right, you got me. Checkmate. There's a, a cast of crazy characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so our our main girl, uh, wild character design. Very, like, striking off the bat. I like it a lot. The eyes, especially. Mm-hmm. She's got this sort of, like, uh, she's got waterfall hair. But also the eyes are out of control. I like how she's con- she always has a rim light on her hair wherever she is, and that rim that rim light reflects whatever environment she's in. So it's like, <laughs> you know, she'll have like a fucking nice nice pink rim or something. It, it's I, I think it it looks nice at times. There are definitely things that are incredibly silly though when you have things in motion that just don't work at all, like motorcycle man. Motorcycle man, yeah, she um she meets motorcycle man. He's buying some takoyaki. Uh, she ends up not having any money and gets arrested for takoyaki theft. Um, his and then yeah, so we meet all of our criminals. Uh, bike dude has an electricity bike that has a grappling hook, so he's Spider Maning all around oh the city, God. but that on a bike. Was, God, that sequence was definitely the roughest looking sequence in the entire episode. Yeah, that was, was actually yeah. Now that I, yeah, I, I, now I remember like. That was the first point at which I lost it. I would say, yeah, yeah, because because he's like he's like this. I'm I'm the fattest motherfucker ever. I don't. Yeah, I, he I'm is too cool. so fucking lone wolf. Like I, oh, <laughs> and he's just zipping zip around on his stupid bike. Yes, that's cool never, over there. He he never uh, ever like adjusts his, his position on the bike, so it's, it's just <laughs> like the model flying around the screen doing crazy stuff. And like, even when he's doing insane attacks with it and things like that, he's just static on the bike, you know, um, just laying down on it as he would on a, on like a sports bike or something like that. And, and he doesn't have any changing facial expressions. So it's, it's really <laughs> at a certain point the the bike a is the character man. to me. Like, because <laughs> like in the fight sequence at the end, I'm not even seeing him on the bike. I'm just seeing the bike do all these attacks <laughs> and shit like that. It's great his brain yeah it's transplanted um so there's him uh he explodes some dudes um there's a dreads guy he beats up a bunch of robots security robots he's the brute the uh the, the hulking strongman um there's some very vibrant scene transitions very borderlands-esque i would say mm-hmm. very uh yeah very trying to be like punk or something. I don't know. Striking pop art. Yeah. There's a crazy doctor lady with boobs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think she hurts people instead of saving them. 
That doesn't make her much of much of a doctor. <laughs> yeah, because, what happened to do no harm, lady? Hey, yeah, cool. she gotta read the oath again. Mm -hmm. And then there's really... a gay hacker guy. Yep. So the the uh, the central the thing bringing all these people together is there is a public execution of of this guy called Cutthroat. It's un I think I, I, it's unclear if he is a Cutthroat or if his name is Cutthroat. If he's part of some lineage, or if he's specializes, I, I think that they are given titles based on what their what their type of criminality is. Well, yeah, his, but are there more than one of each of them, or is are they? Is everyone have the one title? I think everybody has the one. Okay, so it, it's it's so there's one there is one like there's one brawler, there's one hacker. Right. So he probably is cutthroat. Yeah. Um. So yes, he's going to get executed. Uh. There's a large reward. So all of these criminals we've just met converge onto into the stadium there is a uh cop who i'm sure is like designed after some american actor but i can't tell who he's kind of chuck norris a little bit mm -hmm. but they don't draw people like that unless they have some kind of inspiration so he's someone for sure um so um so yeah main character uh, innocent uh, girl. She happens to be in the police station for Takayaki theft and ends up caught in the middle of all this. And uh, the the bit here is that she has to pretend that she is one of these named uh, criminal uh, people. So she, her name, everyone has a name. I don't remember anyone else's name, but she, uh, because the security robot called her a swindler for stealing that food, she calls herself Swindler, which is Mwah. perfect i love yes. it yes uh so good um so they're they're all convinced they believe her instantly i don't know why but uh yeah she talks a big game about hacking the criminal system to make herself to hide her tracks and then they end she's up obviously in... way out of her league oh yeah she's totally bullshitting yeah yeah um which is funny and then she and they she ends up in the stadium with the rest of them trying to rescue cutthroat and uh, she uh, she say or they they end up saving Cutthroat. Uh, Cutthroat then immediately decapitates the police chief, and then um, good good uh, twist of the whole time. The mastermind behind this whole thing to get them all together was uh, uh, the cat she was trying to rescue the whole time. That was also a, a theme throughout the whole episode. She really likes cats, constantly trying to save cats from traffic and whatnot. And then the cat starts talking, which is. Very. That was the second time I lost it, I believe. And then the ED was very funny as well. So I was, uh, I was in stitches. I would say I still think this is probably the best show of the season. Actually, uh, I I definitely loved watching it. Um, I just found anything that was supposed to be cool to be the most hilarious shit I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, it's and, it's just very Borderlands. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would like I, none of these characters are going to change. There's not. There's not. Gonna, <laughs> there, will be, there will be no development in these yeah. characters. They will be these archetypes the whole time. I would be. They're gonna make, anime originals, so it's like it's not like they're like going to stop like a third of the way through a manga or anything. So they could develop some people. I'm not saying they're going to, but it's possible at least. They're going to have dark backstories. That, that, yeah, that, they're that, gonna have. Yeah, they're gonna. There's gonna be flashbacks to fucking child abuse. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the the doctor lady is gonna have lost a lover or something. She's gonna have had an operation that 
removes part of her heart. Sure, sure, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it turns out that was the part of the heart that is connected to your brain that makes you. Yeah, or she had to have part of her brain removed that fucked her up and made her weird. Yeah, yeah, made her made her crazy. Um, but uh, I would love it if it'd be funny if they all had backstories like that, and the brawler guy is just like he's black, and that's the only. <laughs> I um, I would love it if there is a some sort of twist revolving around Swindler, and uh, she's the oh an, an extra they, that, that would that they kind of already did that. If they just, if they just did it again, I mean, eh. That, what if they just kept doing it? <laughs> oh man, yeah, every episode. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Uh, I, I think it is, uh, it's complete schlock in, in the, in the best way. Yeah, uh, and, and it is, it is definitely a fun, silly watch. Um, not my favorite thing of the season, but I respect it. I respect that. It's trying. Um, and you know what? It's trying, and what it ends up being is what I want to watch. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, let's see. I watched before I forget this. Kimi Toboku no Saigo. If trying, yes. Sen Saigo no Senjo Aruiwa Sekai Gahajimaru Seisen. This looks means... like a. This looks like a fate to me. This looks like some kind of fate ripoff shit. Let me look at the screenshot so I can remember what the fuck this show is. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like, um, I would say Dime Store Fate, but it's not even... I mean, it's not really... The plot is nothing like Fate, but yeah, the character design, I could see. Yeah. Um, yes, it is... Okay, let me get this shot up here. Yeah. Um, it's a light novel, as you can probably tell. Silverlink, um, Silverlink, by the way, I looked at the credits for this and they did everything for this show, like the in-betweens, the CG, like all of it, which is pretty unusual. Um, you'd think that would indicate that they have some kind of confidence in this project, but after watching this, that would be ill-placed confidence is by your, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Overconfidence. Um, so there's something called astral power and so there's witches. Okay. Our main character helps. He's like some kind of noble, and but he helps a witch escape from like a ward. So he gets uh, imprisoned because witches are not approved of. Uh, he gets out of prison like a year later, um, and he meets back up with his old uh, team uh, consisting of um, uh, uh, there's a Genki girl who's a waitress with a butt and a big old ponytail, big one. Um, there's another girl with, uh, boobs also on his team. And then there's another dude and they get in this like futuristic Humvee. And, uh, because he, they let him out of prison because his job is to take out the, uh, the ice, witch, the ice, the ice, ice, witch of calamity or something she's called. Um, but it's just like modern times, but they have to go to this like jungle. Um, they uh, they get ambushed by some enemies on the way there. They have a magic fight, but also they have guns. Um, the main character is just sort of open hand hitting everyone, like knocking them unconscious. Uh-huh. And finally, he beats the Ice Witch's like assistant maid lady. Oh my god, my cat is actually trying to fucking tear me apart right now. Oh, oh my no, it's not cute. Every I'm time injured. it's cute, it will always with be cute. Actual scratches, I'm bleeding. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, he beats uh, Maid, and then Ice, real Ice Witch shows up. She uh, has uh, boobas, as they say, and they uh, she starts slinging Gilgamesh flying swords, and then he's like, "Yo, I also have my own Gilgamesh flying swords." And um, she then they're in the middle of fighting, and um, this is my favorite part of the about the episode. Like they've built up this Ice Witch for like. 17 minutes and they're in this epic battle and then she uh slips on her own ice and falls into a perfect princess carry by him mm-hmm. um and just leaves gives up because of that i guess um and then uh she uh we start following her then and she's like in her She's in her huge, like, rich girl bath being, like, having her hair combed by her maid. She decides to go to an opera, and in the opera, she gets very emotional, and a stranger gives her a handkerchief, uh, and then the lights turn on, and guess uh, who our stranger is? It is, in plain clothes, our our, our hero. They, they okay, met at an opera. Let's hit the brakes real quick. <laughs> yeah. Am I going too okay. fast for you? No, you're, you're, let's say you're a wealthy girl. Mm. Um, like you're like a wealthy girl and you're living in some sort of mansion, you know, what are you, what's, what is the the one opulent thing that you're going to have? What is like, are you going to have a bowling alley? Are you going to have like like an in-home theater? Okay. In-home theater. I feel like is a given. That's a good answer though. Sure. Yeah. Give me the stupid one. Oh, um, Uh, God damn it! I keep I I can't uh, I can't get the Hawaiian Punch Fountain from Mr. Deeds out of my head. Um, <laughs> that's not it though. That's not it. Uh, fuck. Probably. Um, how about like a a a, a stocked? I I got fishing on the brain too. How about a stocked pond full of oh shit exotic, now, like, that rainbow is trout? Fucking some, uh, smart. Yeah, yeah. You got you got maybe, like, maybe like a wave pool combined wave pool technology. <laughs> With like a stocked fish pond, so I can fish for like rockfish and like link cod and oh, shit. Oh man! Well, if you can get yourself like, you could cultivate a perfect biome there, where you could just make like, or I could hire a guy to just maintain it, you know, clean it. Well, well what I'm saying is like, you like I want because you you I would get obsessed with it and just start being like, okay, which fish would ha- would would be like, which ones would be like the bottom of the food chain and would procreate the fastest and would be able to sustain. Oh yeah, you gotta have some, have some sardines in there for bait. Yeah, that yeah, you, uh, yeah. And like, okay, these can anchovies. propagate fast enough. To, oh, catch catch a couple anchovies in the morning. Have them, you know, some breakfast, some eggs, uh, or something. and then you get yourself like a nice little, uh, nice little grill situation out there, right next to it, under uh, some sort of patio. Oh my god! Ooh, feeling like a light lunch. Better go catch me a perch. Oh, anchovy! Fuck! Okay, it. this is a solid one. Mine is a. I want a stupid huge shooting range. I want like sure, yeah. I want like a thousand yards, <laughs> like a like a record setting. Yeah, I want I want to hit gun range. Yeah, I want to hit a mile, By a chunk of desert. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was wealthy enough, I totally would. I was at this uh, this venue because I because I shoot all of the the, the, the wedding venues around here, um, and it's a huge wedding destination here where I live. And there's a new one, and it was just this most like holy just beautiful godly piece of land <laughs> like it had this insane mountain view overlooking this gorgeous valley this fertile fucking valley with a river running through it 
And I'm like, I can't believe that anybody bought this piece of land and didn't just build their home right here. I can't believe somebody, A, hadn't already done that, and B, purchased the land and used it for anything other than living on. Is it, it, and it's like, that's like such a waste. I, w- I want that piece of land. I, I would take mm-hmm. a shack on that piece of land. You know? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so this show... Um... It was really boring until uh, the big boob lady showed up. Then it was like very predictably cute, but uh, probably not going to be worth it. Can't fill 24, epi- 24 minutes with that every episode. There's no way. There's just no way. I don't, I don't believe in it. I'm sorry. No faith. We both watched Adachi to Shimamura. Yes. Shimamura. Yes. My screenshots aren't in order. Fuck. Uh, this is, um, this is a light novel, a Yuri light novel. Spoilers. Oh, wait, really? No way. Probably. I don't know. I, Te- I, Tezuka, Tezuka Productions. They've been picking things up. I watched this at the height of my tiredness today. I, I was like, right. I was, uh, crashing really hard and, um, Take another eyes, nap, man. That's how you do it. My eyes were going in and out of focus. Ooh, I was sad yeah. I could not follow what the fuck was happening in this because because it's there's some elliptical editing and some nonlinear storytelling going on here and my <laughs> you uh, might have overcomplicated it a little bit for sure and my brain just could not fucking keep up with this. This is this which, literally the simplest show of the season. They oh, hang out uh, they hang out upstairs and they play ping pong. Well, the thing the was is that I was trying to figure out where it was going. Where I'm like, okay, so these are girls that are gonna want a bone. But what, what am I, I supposed know, like, to you can be? call it boning if it's two girls. What uh, what are they doing? Why? How, what's supposed to be happening? Where's my narrative? They're enjoying each other's company, goddammit. I know. I wasn't able to let myself seep, seep into it the way that I should. I was too confused and perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> was, what is the... What, what does it mean? What is the purpose behind this? Mm-hmm. What are you telling me, Adachi uh, Toshimamura? <laughs> Uh, it's the, uh, the light novels by the guy who did, uh, Denpa Ona, which is one of the first seasonal shows I watched way back in 2011. I was just a boy. Um, he even, there's an obvious like reference. It might even be a straight up connection to Denpa Ona because the girl with the girl in the, um, space suit is a, is a motif that he likes a lot. That's also a Denpa Ona. It might be the same girl who fucking knows. Um, so they, yeah, they play ping pong. One of them's got, they kind of both got messy hair. I like it. I like their hair. Well, they're uh, both delinquents, man. No, one of them's not, though. <laughs> she's becoming a delinquent. She's hanging out with a delinquent, but she's not a delinquent. She's delinquent by she association, by my eyes. Um, what am I? I love that. Um, you can always tell when Yuri is written by a dude. <laughs> Has you noticed that? Like, there's just something. Like, it's something. First of all, the shortness of the skirts, and like the way they clearly have like a. A, a primarily like physical attraction to each other. I, I think maybe uh, judging by at least the camera angles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is a dude. Yuri. Whereas it's definitely horny lady. You're yeah. Well, it, yeah. Dude, you dude. Yuri is horny. Whereas like, um, there's a show? romantic element to, Blo- to bloom, the- bloom into you or shows like that, where it's just like 18 episodes and they don't touch each other, but they're just crying all the time. <laughs> 
That's yeah, girl Yuri. Yeah, it's when their periods start to sync up, and then it's just a real disaster. Right. Whereas guys don't think about that. <laughs> guys, when guys are right near you, think about how to sell it. They're not thinking. They're not thinking about like, oh man, what happens if they both get emotional at the same time? They're both th- the guys are thinking, man, what if they both want a bone, but they don't want to be the one that initiate the boning? You know. <laughs> I will, to, I will have to. I will have to uh, assist this process along. These poor girls. Be a catalyst. They're, they're so they're so charged up and ready to pop, and I have to be the one with the needle popping them. That's right. One's uh, one's a delinquent, and one's got titties. Um, there's a dumb metaphor about water that goes on for too long. That's the most feminine. Yuri aspect of this show where it's like some flashback where she's sinking in water. Um, Adachi. Adachi is the one that's a truant. Um, and uh, Shimamura has other friends. She introduces them to Adachi and then she walks her home gently. And that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the episode. What did yes. you think of Adachi to Shimamura? Um, you know, if I wasn't dreaming the whole time, uh, I would say that it was uh, I, I it was a little slow for me, um, and I didn't necessarily get a super strong connection between them that I was particularly attached to. Um, but again, I was dissociating throughout the entire course of this episode. So, what do I know? Um, what did you think? Yeah, it's 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 not the most. Um, there's not a ton of chemistry, very strong chemistry. Right. That was that was my biggest thing. Was I'm like, okay, why do these two like each other? Yeah. Again, dude, Yuri. It's like yeah. they're two girls. It's like individually, I like them, but yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's there's no strong reason for them to be. You know, ah. if, if they're gonna do that, you really need to lean into like the sexual curiosity element of it. You know. Um, you need to really lean into the like they're they're they've never looked at a girl like this before kind of thing, and as it stands, there's not enough of that to to get my boner up. Unfortunately, we did the shorts this season. We watched all of them. All right, let's talk about uh, shorts. Before we do, I'm going to take a short trip to the bathroom. Okie dokie. Vamp. Vamp. Vamp? I don't know what that means. Is that slang for like stall or something? When I hear vamp, I just think of vampire because I've been watching all these vampire movies. I like their tiny shoes. That's one thing I like about this show. In addition addition to some other things, I like those. Those are nice. Her? uh, Them? Yeah. Very cool. How's it going? Back, baby. Uh, we're going to talk about shorts, I believe. Yes. Great. Uh, the first short I have listed here is Inu Toneko uh, to, uh, Mo Kateru To Mainichi Tanoshi. Translators note Tanoshi means fun. Uh, it means with a dog and a cat, every day is fun. I don't know if that's true. I Let guess me you tell you, both. all you need is all you need is a cat. That's plenty of stimulation. I wouldn't call it fun, but um, it's a manga. 
hey man, I played enough Call of Duty Warzone at this point to know that stimulation and fun uh, can easily be conflated. And I might have convinced myself I was having fun for about 700 hours. What if that's all video games? Whoa. Damn, it's mad deep. Uh, um, yeah, there's anime a cat by and... Team Till Dawn. Minute and a half. The last credit for Team Till Dawn, which I can't, I don't know if this is actually them, was from an OVA from 2000. That can't be right. Uh, they've probably done something. I don't know. Um. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. uh, Sugita's in here. Tomozaka Sugita. And the dog is Hanakanazawa. That's fun. Hmm. It's people you know. Uh, uh, d- the dog is dumb. The cat is smart and mean. The, the dog is dumb and nice. Yes. Give me one second. Yeah, I'm getting man. a bunch of notifications. I don't give a fuck about my Discord right now. Chainlink, $18. Not really. Uh, turn off Not all really. notifications for Discord. There we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop with the notifications. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Yeah, they don't really do a lot of animation production. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, in fact, this is the only thing they've done production, animation production on. They did so production on Fate Prototype. The... the, the, the Gimmick is that the dog gets excited, and then the cat, uh, the cat, the cat shuts him down, smacks him up. Yeah. Um, the and that's every every bit, at least from the ones I've seen. My favorite part of every every episode or every like section is when they just superimpose a real cat's face onto the image. Uh, I have that which, up, yes, that is. Which, uh, that, that is my, that is my favorite part. Because it, it's it's uh, so incongruous and, and low pol- like, uh, low res uh, compared to everything else, um, you know. I'm sure it does the good the, the thing that it needs to of filling one minute and thirty seconds worth of airtime somewhere. I don't know where. Um, yeah, if you have some space between commercials, honoring. There you go, fucker. Yep. Uh, we did it. We, let's just. You want to roll right into another one? Yeah, that one was pretty quick. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still trying to find this racist Chinese song that I want to play at the end. Oh god. Um oh, that's uh, not it. Son of a bitch. Uh we got we got rail Romanesque. I what the fuck? I Rail Romanesque. Romanesque. Okay. Rail Romanesque. Hell yeah. This is a short that I have somewhere in here. I have pictures of. Yeah. Uh, this is based on porno mm. with, with children. Mm. 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 Okay. Uh, I'm know. in a new place. I'll try some new things. I don't know. Yeah, when in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, uh, what, is, what is sex tourism? Right, exactly. Uh, it's based off of my tetsu. Not to be confused with my setsu, which I'll talk about in a bit. My Tetsu is a rail themed <laughs> rail themed uh visual novel dating sim whatever you want to call it um animation studio Saita who've done pretty much like this also that show about Nagoya and the short where he mar- where he marries that horrible uh so off the bat I, my prediction I bet he does not fuck the children in this uh, cause it's only three minutes and, uh, 
Rail Lords. I don't remember what that the context of that was, but it's 1989, I guess. Why is it 1989? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, they're in Kyushu. I wonder if they uh, fa- nineteen eighty nine is kind of when like they phased out some of the older rail lines and everything's so samey now. This is pure speculation. Yeah, that's that's maybe. Yeah, uh, I was thinking like, okay, are the, are the girls trains? Are they conductors? What's going on here? And I don't know, but um, the main one, like the mascot, doesn't show up till the very end. She's in the sky. Sky train. <laughs> uh, it's little girls dressed up like conductors. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want? I was at the I was at a Target recently, and you know, it's like there, there's like a this is completely unrelated to Rail Romanesque. Um, I was at I was at a Target, and obviously, you know, all sort of like clothing ads are the most diverse things ever. Like they just like cram a fucking whole rainbow of people, fucking Captain Plant mass assortment of of colors going yeah. on. But it's gotten to the point where, like, they just started digging for the most fucked up looking people they could get. They got some real, like, blotchy ass Michael Jackson looking motherfuckers on the, on these ads now. And it's like, I don't even know who you're at. They got like just like a just like a real fat bitch, you know? Like, who are you who are you even advertising to anymore? Who are you, who are you going after? Because like, I, I, you've just you've you've found the niche of the niche of the niche. Where you've just got like black girls with like white freckles and shit, and like, and and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I'm I don't are they just going for being so outside of any particular group like aesthetically that it can't possibly you know be perceived as promoting one ethnic group or race or something because it's really just everyone is fucked up model people now. You know what I mean? Everyone's like got like like bleach blonde hair and it could be like anything. They might as well just have racially ambiguous uh they should just start making them in a computer, you know, like new new races of people that don't exist, and then having those people model the clothes at this point. Anyway, I don't know what made me think of that. I don't know like what the a- fuck you were talking about, but I agree. Okay. What else Let's is going on? on? Uh okay. Moving on from shorts. Do the other half of the shorts later. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, I guess I watched Noblesse. Yes. Boy, did I. Let's see. Screenshots. Noblesse, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Noblesse is one thing I watched with Connor. We were both very miserable. It was funny. Uh, it's a oh yeah, this is why it's bad. It's a manhwa. Oh, Korean manhwa. It's um production IG though. Weirdly enough, uh, it's a oh, and it's a Crunchyroll original. It really has the cards act against. It. Um, it starts out with like a jungle war, that's also gay. Um, I, I I stopped really summarizing. At some point, I just started typing a bunch of stuff like we nuked the wrong country. Uh, oh, let's see. New hot guy at school. Memory erasure. Okay. There's something called the union. I wrote memory erasure a second time. This is, this is you experiencing memory <laughs> erasure? 
sure? Or is this... Uh, no, it's in the show, I think. Oh, okay. Because it could be either one. I figure it could go... Right. Yeah, no, I did forget the show, but no, I think there's someone forgets something in the show. Uh, another hot guy shows up with... A, he's a, his, he has a cross earring, and um, he seems very ominous at first, but then it turns out he's very naive because he asks his like butler guy for a cell phone, one of these devices that the humans have a cell phone. Um, Let's see here. Uh, there's a, a cool car. The first recommended a- video on our our live stream bus meeting 1017 2020 open door Bible Baptist Church. Uh, yes, I put that there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I... Anyway, go back to this uh, this noblesse. Right, right, right. Um, Let's see here. Um, so there's a big guy um, beating up the main character for making moves on his girl on his goyle. It's, it's if you in case you didn't uh, notice, this is a sausage fest. It's very gay. Yeah, it looks. I mean, how could you tell? <laughs> uh, the faces are so funny looking back on them. God I mean, damn. They, uh, these people got straight up diamond chins. Oh it's yeah. Just- I mean, this shit's cut like a fucking pentagon. It's just look at that. Look at the points they come to. You can take some goddamn eyeball out with that thing. There's uh, there's lab experiments or something on someone, and uh, and um, no cat. Just... Got, got cat drugs. Oh no, that's that's me reacting to the show. No. Oh, oh no, doesn't like it, huh? No, man. Not into it. All right. Well, not uh, really. No, it was, it was too gay. You know. Not like in an entertaining gay way, though. Because sometimes I can get. Sometimes I I find it entertaining. No, uh, I feel like I'm getting more entertainment looking back on these screenshots than I got from watching the show. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, uh, well, noblesse, that's a no. That's a no for me, dog. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about something we both seen. But we seen that we seen that Kamisama. Okay, I really you have to I have to okay, I'm gonna pull myself away from looking for this fucking Chinese song. Um what we watch? Kamisama Kamisama Natsahi, yeah. Ni Natahi. I said that right. Um, let me find the screens, the shots here. Oh, also, the ED for uh, Noblesse. It's like an extremely long pan over a table covered in like beakers and science uh, equipment. What the fuck is this? It makes no sense. Don't understand what the fuck? it. Fuck. I'm looking I, guess at- I guess there's a science experiment involved. What is this fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy ass shit? Fucking. Uh, fucking this mm-hmm. lab. Um, okay. Uh, Kamisama. We got. I know, I know the shots are in here somewhere. Hold on. Hold up. Okay. Okay. Hold the fuck up for a second. Oh my. Just, oh, I'm so just sorry. Just let me do my yeah, yeah, do my fucking job. Yep. Okay. I wouldn't want to get in your way of doing doing the one job you have. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kami, I know I took, I took screenshots, and they're in here, and I have them. All right, I'll have to do a search. Where are you just dumping these all into the same folder? Okay, I can't type anything anymore. Uh oh. Um, my keyboard. Okay, now it works. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay. Um, is P A P A P A works? You watch this? You watch this, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the P A works show. It's time for really nice looking sap. I wrote that before I watched it, by the way, and I was right. Um, written by June Maeda. So. I became a god. I think there's misleading title. Well, what if it ends with him becoming a god, though? I'm becoming a god. I'm getting. I'm becoming a god. Uh, so yeah, we've got it. The show opens with we get some a little monologue about how this girl she's she's like a god. She's Odin. She she calls herself Odin. She's like an omnipotent, omniscient sort of being, and she's in this this room of white light. But she's got to go down to Earth. She goes down to Earth and comes across our everyman protagonist hooping up with his super fucking cool ponytail friend. Uh, which uh, I, uh, you know, I might go back and forth on the ponytail. Um, I I think the dude ponytail is a is a powerful tool, but it has to be used right. If it's used wantonly without any sort of uh without any real planning it's a disaster but this guy oof this guy's fucking dope and we see him for like two seconds in this episode i hope he comes back um yeah the best friend character uh but anyway the she she's introduced herself as odin and she like finishes all the main character sentences and and seems to know exactly what he's gonna say because she's a little she's dressed like she's a little girl dressed like a nun you know um and uh yeah sort of um i got um like the uh uh actually i took a note on it that would be helpful uh she's got like the uh the the appearance of she's got she's got the this arm swinging reminiscent of last order but an outfit reminiscent of index yes um also, yeah. I, um, I, uh, I feel like ever since Haruhi, every girl has to make a grandois like Junibio introduction out of the blue. She does it, that thing where she's like a, very declarative. I'm a god, and he's like, Whoa. It, it's it's uh, you know, and that that can work. Um, and I I I I think her gimmick is okay. I like how smug she is. She uh, makes good faces. That's really the saving grace here is that PA works knows to draw funny faces and she the, makes the a lot of funny faces. The gags are not great. And a lot of them are like language gags that I don't get. Um, sure. But, but I, she's cute. Her antics are cute. Um, there's, but my favorite sequence is, so she's obviously omniscient and just knows everything that's going to happen. And it leads to hilarious antics and situations. Um, but my, my favorite one in the episode is they're just sitting in a ramen ramen joint, 
and there's horse races on TV, and she's just popping like she knows exactly who's going to win which race, and uh, and blowing this this ramen man's mind, and he's like immediately, which is obviously what you what you would do in this situation. It's like we got to turn a book off this because this girl's got some sort of got something going on. Um, um, but yeah, like the 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 scene. This you mentioned sap, and for me, the sap in this comes from the the other element of it which is that the world is going to end in 30 days that's where the sap is going to come in yeah there will be there will be melodrama um and i mean i guess you know one nice thing i could say about pa works is that at least they usually follow through like it's not going to be like a some gag where it's not actually ending or whatever like uh plastic memories was a show about a robot girl who's dying uh and then she dies Mm. And that's that's the whole show. So, you know, maybe it will actually end or you will actually have to stop it in some way. That's uh, distressing. I don't know if you're you know, it's kind of OK. You know, the world's going to end in 30 days. That sucks. But at least you're Dude, like, that the, sucks. but that's like the you're the one person that gets to know that, you know, how even like, more torturous. That'd be like because you're the only one going wild and out. Well, I'm, yeah, you, I mean, you know, it's 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 inevitable. So it's like, well, I'm just gonna milk the next thirty days for all it's worth. Fuck it, you know. Let's go. How how so? Yeah, what would you do exactly? Like, I don't know what you're getting at. Uh, I go skydiving. Uh, you I go would, Rocky Mountain climbing. Uh, <laughs> I would go scuba diving. I would do any, I would go high diving. Um, just all kinds of diving, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would go. I would go magma diving. That would be how I'd go Ooh. out. Of life, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. Um, but yeah, that, that seems like where the sap is going to come in. I, you know, it's a pleasant enough watch. I wasn't like particularly taken with anything outside of finding the girl cute and and liking when she gets flustered. <laughs> That's really the 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 gist of what I found enjoyable about this. Yeah, yeah. Which there's so- a lot of it. That's what the whole show is. So. Yeah, it's like the show starts out and like he's playing basketball. So I had already checked off sports from my June Maeda bingo card. And then they just straight up fucking play baseball again. Um, yeah. you, you remember Angel Beats? Yes. June, June Maeda, baseball guy. Um, and they just had him play baseball again. They made a gag out of it. It's, it's whatever. Um, he Yeah, he tries to confess to his childhood friend. She just leaves. Um, so it's, they're trying to—they're trying to do jokes. It was entertaining. Um, she, yeah. I just she, hope she makes I, faces. I, I like her being um, a bastard. <laughs> you know, not like in like a malicious way, but she's just kind of uh, aloof and 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 uh, doesn't get things. It seems. Yeah, it seems like her only power as a god is is predicting the future but also she doesn't know the rules of anything so. it's, not, it's not like she she uh is gifted with all of the knowledge of how human society works because she doesn't know what basketball is she just knows that she doesn't know there's three strikes in baseball yeah right shit like that you know and and when when he strikes out after setting up this this glorious you know situation to, to hit a home run to impress this girl she's like oh that's the way it goes <laughs> you know like <laughs> not understanding how 
dramatic that would be if you if you challenge it. Yeah, she she arranges to have him challenge the entire baseball team by himself, and yes. then he strikes out instantly um, <laughs> to impress his 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 girl, his friend who is a girl who's watching him. Uh, yeah, you know, it's all uh, right. Yeah, I I, uh, I I I found it to be enjoyable. Um, if not the most riveting. Um, okay. You got, which you watched my setsu. Is that the next thing? My setsu. Yeah. My setsu, not my setsu. Shit. Oh boy. This is a, this is a disaster. Uh, about comedians, huh? So yeah. Um, now again, not to be confused with my tetsu, um, anime or anime original, by Gokumi. Um, it, I should have had you watch this one because it quite literally starts out the flashback to our main character as a little girl watching like a comedy show. There, wow. is, mu- there is music box, music playing, and so she this, is going, and she, and she, no, wait for me. She is going, ah. <laughs> Is she watching like fucking dice? dice? I don't even yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching that while he's like hey well i always say don't trust someone you can blindfold with dental floss hey and it was ah! <laughs> Woo! oh my god fucking sam kennison screaming on the screen <laughs> sam, sam kennison losing his just, fucking- just this wide-eyed fucking six-year-old anime girl while sam kennison is like i told you not to fuck up in the ass ah! <laughs> So this is comedy. <laughs> Honestly, if you if you brought up a, a a girl from the age of six on Sam Kinison and Andrew Dice Clay, she'd probably be pretty funny. Oh <laughs> uh, no, Kinison is is unwatchable now. I like Kinison. I, I just oh, like he's him. he's aged terribly. The fucking uh, screaming is is unbearable. Uh, it's the only the only worthwhile comedians from like the, who were alive in the seventies or like prior Bill Cosby. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, George Carlin's awful now. Kennison's terrible. Uh, Bill Hicks is the worst ever. Embarrassing. Uh, ca- the cause stuff was good. The cause in the fucking seventies. Oh yeah. Eighties. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, funny. Rhino, Rhino high five. Fucking, uh, f- that man, you can, I mean, t- top to bottom, those records are fucking hot. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Um. Uh. Uh. Who would you? Who you have to? I just don't know. Like, comedy is so specific, and all comedians are garbage. Like, it's like yeah, it's not even comedy. It's manzai. It's Japanese. You know, it's the two man. It's the straight man, funny man routine oh, comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's not stand up comedy. Really, they don't even have that over there. I don't think. So, um. um so it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not dice or anything. It's, it's, <laughs> no, it'd be so funny if they, if they were just doing Mitch Hedberg jokes. <laughs> just so I, shooting up heroin Brian. and going on stage and, and being like, uh, if you get lost in the woods, fuck it, build a house. But in Japanese. <laughs> oh, you're cutting out. Come again. Hello, can you hear me? Okay, now you're good. Uh, I should just translate all of all of those jokes into Japanese. Oh, the confusion! I can only imagine. Over 
and just read them at, at fucking open like comedy nights in Tokyo. <laughs> I doubt, I wonder if they have open mics. That'd be wild. Open mic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so tell me about the show. Just Japanese high school girls going, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. Um, <laughs> you get arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, within 10 seconds, you can't fucking yeah, yeah. detain. You can't, you can't talk about vagina. <laughs> it's like, it's, you've, you've destroyed the culture. They, they, they see you as some sort of like global threat. They, they put you in some mm-hmm. imprint or whatever. Man, the Gaijin was doing terrorist jokes. That's most. That's most. We just caught a member of ISIS. Most dishonorable. Uh, most dishonorable. I uh, I thought this show was about comedy, and it's but it starts out with a like school festival concert scene. Um, but they're they're playing air guitar, air instruments. They're air. They're air playing. They're faking, but they're, they do a whole musical number, and that's the first scene of the show, and that confused me. And um, then I looked up uh, my setsu, the word, it means uh, like opening, you're the opener. It's opening for a show. It's usually a comedy show, I think. Um, and after they play an air, air song, um, our main character um, goes into a comedy act and she does an impression of Konata from Lucky Star doing an impression of Shinchan getting onto a subway or something. Um, which bombs, but it's supposed to bomb. That's part of the show. Mm-hmm. So okay. Um and uh then, you know, later they're talking about for some reason she's embarrassed about the Konata impression and not the fact that they were doing an air band routine. Apparently I guess that was I guess that was uh, the crowd liked that, but still, like, what is it? Is weird? Um, there's a uh, there's there's four of them, but it's two duos because Manzai, uh, and they're in college apparently, <clears throat> uh, and um, they uh, most of this episode is just them talking in a diner set to like this marching recorder music. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, there's marching drums, and also there's a recorder. <laughs> um, just talking about how much they hate this Konata bit. There's a, there's a, there's a cool waiter. I don't know. Um, they, the main character also has a little sister in, I think, high school. Um, she talks to her teacher. Teacher tells her that she used to be her sister's uh, homeroom teacher. The teacher's name was Miss Hirano. And I went, okay, is that just a reference because they're talking about Kanata? But uh, she actually is voiced by Aya Hirano. Um, uncredited apparently she's like a cameo almost by uh by Haruhi slash Konata weird um and then there's more flashbacks I think there's puns in here because I wasn't catching any of the jokes um the ED is ska oh nice I was excited about that how do you like this show it's not funny well Uh, that'll do it it's pretty boring Oh no. Um the main character, I like her voice actress. She's um Tatania from uh from from Gabriel Dropout. She's Uzaki from the Titty Show. But uh yeah. I mean, even if it gets way better, they're just gonna be doing Manzai, which it doesn't it's, it doesn't got, an upward, it's got an upward cap on it. A very, very cultural. It's gonna be either puns or manzai or both at the same time. And like 
you know, I like a lot of Japanese. I like, um, uh, what's the, uh, what's the storytelling? Uh, Gen, uh, uh, Gen, Gen Ryoko? No, that's, that's a word in the title of the show that has the name of the, um, Rakugo. Rakugo. Rakugo is great. Love it. Love you got, it. You got, you got people sitting, telling them stories. Yes. Very pure entertainment. Just a one person, a one, a true one man show yeah, doing everything. Man. Um, a respectable art form that's also very, very immersive, very enjoyable. Manzai. Attention! There's no flash in in Rakugo. Yeah, they're doing all the sound effects themselves. They have your full attention. Yeah, it's great. Um, Manzai is one guy says a dumb thing, and then just as he's done saying it, the other guy goes, "Tekora," and that's the. They're just like, man, you're dumb, bro. You're on fleek, senpai. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know. Not uh, interested right. in that one. We got Tyso Sam, Tyso Zamurai. Unless you want to do shorts first, let's do some shorts. Let's fill, let's let's fill this out with some shorts. I'll finish up these shorts. All yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, Capybara-san. Yes. This was the first thing I watched with Connor as he imposed himself in my apartment, and um. It's uh, on on top of uh, watching this with Connor. Plex was broken the broken at the time, so I spent like ten minutes getting this episode to work to watch this. Capybara-san. Oh boy! A minute and a half or something. It is um, a it's a show where the, where very simplistic animated capybaras have walk, to watch all of them, folks. They walk walk across various environments in some sort of prairie field. Well, Kabibara-san is a character by uh, Bon Presto. I don't know what else they've done, but it's it's probably a, you know a Sanrio-like, I assume. Right, right, right. It's a cutesy thing. It's like the egg character, or you know, shit like that. Yeah, it's um, cute enough, I guess. It's like a mound. It's like a brown mound. Um, base. Not a ton of features, you know. Um, and yeah. he talks about how Kabibara. They just kind of walk until they don't want to walk anymore. And that's yeah. just the way and they eat when they want to eat. And it's being cool. That's the way the copy bar is be, man. I'm not um, mad about it. That's the content of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we got, uh, I have no opinion. <laughs> I have no opinion on copy bar song. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. Um, uh, the other, another short, um, Sore Dake Ganek. Yes, I was really excited about this one just because of the title, because it's a very strange phrase. It's like it's the English word "neck," basically means that's the neck, or it's just the neck, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a workplace show. I thought it was going to just be like you know one of these short comedies. It's like three minutes. Um, it's like this guy, he's got a job in this like convenience store or whatever. He eats food. There's this, but then it seems like there's going to be like some plot or something. This mysterious fella is here. Uh, mood, mood some, his name is ominous in some way. Um, he's trying to figure out what's going on with this guy because he can't see his fucking face. Uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, it's got an art style. The constant I- humming reminded me of the great SpongeBob. My my uh, favorite part of this episode is I just love the delivery of the lines from the manager. It's so oh, yeah, yeah. 
beat down old man working in, in a very downplayed. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Perfect delivery. On That's that. what you get in these shorts is you get, um, yeah, you get Japanese people just saying shit sometimes. Uh, and, and uh, I love the deliveries on that. Uh, I w- I probably should have watched the second one, honestly, because I, I don't, I guess it's just every episode. People are like, man, I wonder what's going on with his face. Yeah. Fuck if I know. Yeah, no, it could be that. It could be a totally different plot line. Every episode. Um, know. Uh, the the food that he was making looked pretty good. I would have probably tried to steal some too. Um, the, he oh, assumed yeah. it, this ramen was left out for him. I'm not sure why. Yeah, the only thing that really stuck with me was I liked the deli- I liked the delivery candor in this. It, it did seem kind of real to me the way that yeah, it's got that very subdued, like yeah, normal Japanese people, which is a great change yeah. of pace. <laughs> Some sometimes. You need that. Just a little bit of laid back people talking. Sometimes you need a little bit of that. In a workplace, you know, there's no extreme circumstances except for at the end uh, when he gets killed. <laughs> Supposedly. Uh, Maybe he just left. Uh, yeah, I, I found this to be reasonably compelling. I, for You know, it carries the three minutes, no problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got, speaking of carrying. Kill three minutes of my life, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Sorry, Dr. Ganek. Uh, yeah, let's finish up these shorts. Dogeza de Tanon Demita. Tanon Demita. Um, so the, okay, the translation they went for for the title here is I tried asking while cow-towing. Um, <laughs> cow-towing is not as funny a word as, so in the subs, they do groveling. That's funnier. Oh my gosh, excuse me. Uh, yes, traveling is a funny bless you. If you just learn what dogeza means, that's funny. Also, because you know it, it just he's just all the way over. Um, he's 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 prostrating, I guess. Um, he's not genuflecting. That's different. But genuflecting is a very funny word. Um, when I read the premise of this, I immediately found and read the entire manga, and it's good. Um, but this is censored though, so I guess that's cares? that was my that was the, the the big old disappointment was he you know I'm living vicariously through this character you know I am experiencing rush of emotions as yeah. articles of clothing are removed from my victims and hey 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 it's voluntary they're not victims all right uh, let's go easy my, my objects of lust and uh, yeah. the fact that I am cheated like this. I felt so betrayed. Not that I was assuming that I was going to get uncensored, um, but I, I kind of, I had a feeling I'm like, okay, I'm going to get some stupid bullshit covering the goods here. Um, but I got to the end and it was, it was like just such a, such a cock tease. I, I don't, is it something I'm going to have to wait for Blu-rays to get that? Cause like it was, I was getting worked up, you know, I was like, oh yeah, this is escalating. I like where this is going. This is, this is, uh, this is good news. I'll need to have it ripped for me. Here, let me um, let me uh, relieve those blue balls for you. Okay, so in the manga, I'm looking at the manga now. Oh, you have an, it. There's an uh, epi- uh, uh, an issue titled "Scaffold Constructor." <laughs> this is a specific. Oh, he oh, just actually. keeps going. Oh, I, well, I like this type of girl. She's like a tough construction girl. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah, every chapter of this manga, uh, animated by um, A- Adonerp, by the way, um, 
he asks to see either their panties or their boobs. And he begs, and eventually, in every chapter, he'll enter Dogeza, which is where you are fully bowed down, head on the floor, knees, everything. Um, and then you always see it. Always. <laughs> every time. Literally. Uh, and it's four pages. 90% of the dialogue in this show, they added in because this shit is how long? Like two minutes? And it's one girl. I thought they were going to do like two girls per episode. It's just one. And they added almost all of this dialogue. Because wow, usually I'm, it's like first page is like, hey, let me see. First page is like, hey, let me see it. Second page <laughs> is like, hey, let me see it. Third page is you see it. And then fourth is like, uh, you know, just the last page. I mean, this is truly the distillation of what I want out of narrative pornography, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's he really perfect. distilled it down. There's yeah. no... Oh, oh, wow. Look at those areolas. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a... Uh, just to getting the best components of it, which is the um, the, the drama of am I going to be able to see it? <laughs> and, <laughs> you see it. You see it, and you, and you know the day is one, and you're able to move on. Uh, are, there, are there ever anywhere the girls are like, you here? I want you to see it. Oh well, this one. Yes, good. actually, absolutely, there are. Pretty much any any situation you can think of. Yeah. There are some times where she's going to show you the tits, but you see the panties instead. But other than that, it's pretty much you get what you expect. Oh, yeah. Chapter, uh, what's this? Chapter five here. She's showing it. Oh, but then she's surprised. She shows more than she expects. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good shit. Show of the season. Yeah, I'm just flipping through. Yeah, I could do this all night. <laughs> yeah, I, I did do that for about an hour. It was good. Um, so, oh, and the, and the main guy is Sugita again. Perfect. Um. All right. My only problem is, you know, boo. Uh, show me the titties, cowards. You gotta get them. The out. Olympics aren't even happening this year. You don't have anything to be afraid of. Fucking show them. Yeah, don't be ashamed of your culture. We know what you are. Yeah, we know what's going on over there. Wow, uh, it really is just any kind of archetype that you could possibly want. All of them. This guy's Everyone. A hero. Yeah. This guy's a hero. He really is like a man of the people. Uh, anyway, Taiso Samurai. Show the season, by the way. Apparently they, yes, of course. Uh, apparently they spell it Samurai over there. Um, the Gymnastics Samurai, my YouTube channel, where I give life advice uh, about fitness, about about uh, feeling the earth, about taking your shoes off. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is one of those daughter shows where he has a daughter. Um, yeah. Anime original by Mappa. This is like the Japanese beard daddy. Yeah, this is the Japanese Kratos. Um, it starts off with him face planting while doing gymnastics. And uh, there's hip hop. There's hip hop in this show, in the soundtrack. He gets called the gymnastics samurai because of his hair. He has like a ponytail. He had one. It's, it's uh, His coach. He says how long it's been since he got a medal, but I don't remember. I feel like he said 25 years, but that seems insane. Yeah, it's he's awesome. not that old. I think it's since Japan got a medal. Because I think, like, wait, no, yeah, there's no way it could be 25 years. Maybe, maybe. If how he's old? like, if 18, he's in his 18, if he's is, 18, he could be in his 40s, but there's no way anyone could do professional gymnastics in their 40s, right? No, it's impossible. 
Um, I may have to. I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, I may have to look into that one. Um, yeah, Taiso Zamurai. Um, this there's jokes. It's like it's like a comedy, I think. Um, uh, but his coach tells him like, "Look, you gotta retire. You stink." And um, and he kind of accepts it. Um, they have a bird, sort of like the Toradora bird, where it's a comic relief bird. They call him Big Bird. Uh, I found that particular element to be, I'd say for the most part, this show is inoffensively quirky. I think that was maybe the one element that pushed it a little bit quirky for me is just this repeated gag with... It's Ever since uh, the team gold in Montreal 25 years ago. So, okay, so how do you get a team gold? I don't know how that works. I guess if he might have been like 13 or 14 at the time, so he'd be in his late 30s. No. I don't think he was there when they got it. Oh, He's ta- okay. the, the, he talks about team gold, and then he talks about, well, you got these individual, so maybe that's separate things. I don't know. He's probably in his, I would say, Mid thirties, because you can't you can't be doing gymnastics yeah. that long. Maybe early thirties, whatever. That, Doesn't matter. He's he's of an age where he shouldn't be doing them gymnastics. Yeah, it's anime. It's gonna turn. He's twenty nine. You know. Yeah. Uh, but he's got a dead wife. Uh, he's got a daughter. Um, they uh to to cheer his daughter up before telling her that he's retiring. He takes her on a day trip to see a like to like a um. One of those, uh, you know, uh, uh, colonial, w- 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 you know, we have colonial villages and they have like a samurai ninja village. Um, this, she loves this ninjas. Was very, this was very strange to me. Everything that happened here because they're going to see some like a, like, a, like a performance, basically, where they're like, we're doing a ninja performance. But yeah. then they juiced it up with a bunch of like like modern action elements and put like agents into it. Uh-huh. Well, that was real, though. That was the. Okay, so that was real. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Oh, no, that was a real men in black. Yes. No, that's that was apparent okay. to me immediately upon seeing it. Okay, I'm, I was still in, uh, I couldn't comprehend the Yuri show at this point. I watched right. these two immediate successions, so that was lost on me. I feel you. Yeah, so yeah, they, they see these ninjas doing this act, but then uh, these, like, yeah, these, these suited up agents show up, and one of the ninjas runs away. Um, uh, there's, uh, so, so then they, uh, they get back home. The ninja turns out has been a stowaway, winds up in their bathtub and he's an illegal alien ninja. And, um, and then there's also a grandma. She is the, the flashy grandma. She's that character. She's the young hip grandma. Even though she's a grandma, she is young, somewhat sassy. Uh, why is my computer making noises? Oh, there we go. Uh, so she lets him stay. She's cool with it. She's cool with Ninja. Um, and so, so far in this episode, you have, okay, he's retiring, and he's also met this this illegal alien ninja. Somehow these things are going to combine Yes. and create a situation. I really wish we could have seen how that was actually... That the, at the end of the episode, legal alien comes to his gym and busts some sick gymnastic moves. Which it seems to be an inspiration for our protagonist to continue. Yeah, the, o- the only, no, yeah, the only thing I could think of was like, okay, is he going to body double and pretend he hasn't retired? 
because he owes him because he's let him stay in his house. So like, okay, you're going to be me from now on. So you have to wear this ponytail. I, I don't know. Um, also another thing I don't know, is it a girl? Why is he wearing a sports bra? Uh, you do that. His armpits are shaking. Guys, guys will do that in weird sports that guys don't do. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, no one reacted like, oh, it's a girl. She, she just kept going. So I was like, wait. I thought the comedic timing in this was decent. Um, Not bad, yeah. I wish I kind of had a, a more clear idea of how of how this ninja was going to integrate. <laughs> into yeah, I don't the- really know why he's here. <laughs> I, I feel like you could have spent more time on that uh, than maybe some other shit. I don't know. Um, um, it's uh, There's one guy who... It's like almost like Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged levels where every time he t- there's this very farty hip hop yeah, beat under his dialogue. Yep. It's like every the only when he is talking and not a second longer. Is is he very strange? Like, is he supposed to be like rapping? Yeah, he's supposed to be like rhyming and being he's a cheesy rap guy. I don't Yeah, that's I that's a gimmick know. that that they got in Naruto with Killer B. Killer B <laughs> be doing that in Naruto. Yeah. And, and uh, like, but like, I don't, I don't hear the rhymes that are happening. Um, I kind of did. I was, they were, I wasn't necessarily getting them the whole way through. I also don't necessarily think that Japanese is like the best for rapping. Um, I just think that that the way that the language flows isn't necessarily conducive to it to begin with. But whatever. Okay, Mister Japanese expert. Okay. Oh, let's listen. Whatever you say. Oh, that's it. We're shutting them down. Uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, um, he has a press conference to announce his retirement, which is there any gymnast who is famous enough for that? That seems insane. I guess yeah, like they I- briefly show him signing autographs when he's in the Japanese village. But first of all, he's supposed to be washed up because his coach like tells him that like his nick, he don't, they don't use his nickname anymore. And they treat him like shit, but people are getting his 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 autograph, and uh, he's having a press conference. Maybe maybe he's like still a member of their like their Olympic team, and there's news that Olympian is going to be retiring or something. Uh, I don't. Know. I feel like I've never heard of an Olympian retire. I'm sure it's happened in my lifetime, but I've never been aware. Yeah, I don't know, Omi. It's weird. Um, and then he, he the last scene is he has a he has a big. I'm not fucking leaving. Um, Wolf Wall Street scene. Yep, he does that. This one, this one was uh, just kind of strange. Uh, it's yeah, it's like it's okay, but it doesn't fit together in a it, way that it's, it's the groundedness of, so of the story of retiring from, you know, being like a, you know, a washed up athlete who's going to retire, mashed up against this insane. This insane ninja subplot. Because yeah, you'd think something that you you would think that something that happened to him over the course of this episode would cause him to change his mind about retirement. But he just thinks about his daughter, and that causes him to to change his mind. His like wife, she's she's been there the whole time. She yeah, he's constantly praying at his wife's shrine. Like nothing has been made. Like this ninja has no effect on your life. Um. So why is he in here? Why is this fucking ninja here? It's weird. I don't know, man. 
I'm looking at these. I'm, yeah, you fucked me. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through all. It? I'm, I'm going you, through it again. What are you going the, through? The, the, the manga. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's only anyway. like 45. Yeah. Um, when do they release it? Are they still releasing new ones? Uh, no, I, I think it ended. Oh, it's over. Man. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, you did you Yukuko no Moriarty. Yes, I watched that. What you got? Um, wait, how do you spell Moriarty? Uh, okay, Yukoku. What? Give me my goddamn Yukoku. There it is. Yeah, this is a mystery show. Um, Moriarty the Patriot. Manga adaptation, production IG. Set in, uh, I think, New York, 1911. Uh, it looks like some Fujoshi stuff. It looks pretty bad. Uh, um, I don't remember. The first scene, there's like a, a boy. He's like a bookworm, book boy. He's sitting in his bed. I don't remember who he ends up being or what he ends up doing. Um, but uh, the book he's reading, Sharoku Homuzu. Of course. So, and they in the opening, they actually do the Benedict Cumberpatch, like Sherlock floating numbers thing. There's equations floating all around him. Um, and then I think we move to London. I don't know. Um, we see a young Jewish boy running in the night and he gets murdered. Um, our protagonist, his name is William. You know, it's like William Vaughn fucking whatever. Um, he has a weird speech about how Orientals don't know what omelets are. I think, oh, that's him trying to explain the murderer, because the murderer would only kill people that he knows, of course. So it's sort of like you would only want what you know, sort of like how Orientals don't know omelets. Okay. Uh, So because all of the young boys that have been murdered are um, the sons of rich guys, he concludes that the murderer is a rich guy because, you know... Europe in the 19th century, everyone who hates rich people, other rich people. Um, so uh, what our protagonist does is he, he kidnaps uh, a, a, a street boy playing the accordion off the street and questions him, uh, which is just very gay. And Was it like, a, like, do you put him in a chair and like put his foot up on the chair between his legs? I mean, and then they're both sitting in chairs. I don't. They're 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 in a restaurant, but it's just like I want to take this boy off the street and feed him, you know, just so he's just so that he's indebted you to gotta me. You eat the food. You yeah, gotta yeah. you ate it. it. Finish you fucking ate it. Suck it down. Um, there's uh, there's one guy who I'm not sure if he's a butler or not. Uh, I couldn't tell if there were three protagonists or if like one's a butler or something. um, There's a, there's a scene where a guy like offers his condolences to the father of the boy who was just murdered. And immediately I was like, Oh, well it was him then because it's obvious because he's acting weird. But I guess that's one of our protagonists. There might be like three of them, three detectives. I don't know. Uh, His name's Albert. Um, and um, our main protagonist, William, he figures out who the criminal is by uh, looking at him. 
So very Sherlock Holmesian. So he goes to the murdered uh, Jewish boy's father and is like, hey, listen, this might seem fucking crazy. Wow. But in order to catch a criminal, we have to do a, a crime. Crimes. Mm-hmm. So are, it seems like all three of those characters are Moriarty's. It seems like they might be brothers. Yeah, that makes sense. So he captures the guy that did it and then he puts him in like a in like a storage container or something in the middle of nowhere and has the boy's dad stab him to death because <laughs> um, he's the detective, but he's got an edge to him. He's a he's the bad detective. He's the naughty detective. I guess he just knew it, he was a murderer looking at his clothes or something. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, and then the Dimension D band does the outro very appropriate for 1911 um hey quick if you were going to name a fictional jewelry company what would you call it don't, don't even think about it as offensive as, as, if, as offensive as possible go oh god uh, uh um gold bombs perf almost uh goldstein jewelry <laughs> uh, i didn't want to say <laughs> I was joking when I said, okay, this young boy being murdered looks Jewish because he's drawn. It wouldn't be, you know, it could have been a coincidence that he was stereotypically Jewish looking, but then um, gold Goldstein jewelers is a factor in the plot. So good stuff in London, I guess. Good for them making it in London, you know, early 20th century. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was something I watched. Not to well, be taken lightly or underestimated. No. They're fighters. Um, turn, turn your back for one second. No. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, How okay. many countries? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know that fact. You know why? Too nice. Matter. Yeah. Too, too, you know when we know why they've been kicked out of so many countries? Deal's too good. <laughs> too many deals. You won't be able to handle all these crazy deals. These juice, let's go. In 5000 BC, is like, you're right, I can't. I can't handle all these deals. You're <laughs> these your, fuck out of here. your deals are too good. <laughs> How are people supposed to compete when you've got deals this good? <laughs> your, look, your interest rates are just, they're just too reasonable. They're How higher are, than everyone else's, but the main price, boy. Um, boy, howdy. Uh, so Moriarty, not not, is that something you can maybe smack your beef to, or is it just lacks real? You mean figuratively smack my beef to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you're like a lady. Uh, no. Okay, no, 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 no. Um, and the last thing, or no, this is the second to last thing. Oh, you didn't watch Zerst? No. Oh man. Okay. Uh, okay, then I'll, I'll do Zerst then. Because we want to end on something we both watched. Um, I watched uh, Magatsu Warheit Zerst. Saying that, pronouncing that makes me feel like PewDiePie. Um, This is way down in my notes. Wait, where'd it go? There it is. It's a mobile, mobile MMORPG. Beautiful. Yes. Um, Yokohama. Of the video game art form. The what? The, the, the peak of the video, the video game art form is the yeah, mobile. The one everyone loves. Yep. Uh, Yokohama Animation Laboratory. They did Lapis Relights regarding lights. 
Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I almost made it a full season without seeing the universal logo. It's still weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, it's a, uh, it starts out, it's a guy doing a, a thing with a tube. You know, it's magic shit. He's putting a glowing tube in a, in a mechanical, sure. um, and a big explosion happens and seemingly destroys the whole world. I don't know what era it was though. Cause it looks like, it looks like 20th century Europe, but also kind of futuristic. I don't know. Not like cyberpunk, but, but something. Um, and then I don't know if we're in a flashback or a flash forward because if if we're in a flash forward, terrible direction because the first scene is the world blowing up and it like it shows you some very specific things like it shows you these buildings blowing up and then it shows you a car like you know flying across the street and then it shows like a bridge going out whatever and then um, the next scene it shows an intact building and it shows a car sitting on the street and then it shows you know these canals they have they're in this sort of like Venice type town. So it makes it seem like it's before the stuff happened, but I think it's after. They rebuilt society. They probably rebuilt it. Um, but there's more things are in, things are unstable. You know, um, there's a it, it's there's a scene of a politician lady, or maybe it was a dude. I don't, I don't remember. Um, requesting like the expansion of the military. So there's I think there's like riots. There's there's stuff going on because the world blew up. It's bad. Um, so our main guy is Leo. Uh, and Leo, he has a, uh, a roommate, I think maybe a brother. I don't know. Uh, they're, they're, they're like roommates and there's also like a bunch of little kids living with him. Um, but he's becoming a soldier. Leo is it's his first day. Um, there's a weird opening. There's an unorthodox opening where it's like a bunch of abstract shapes flying around. I was surprised this isn't like a Crunchyroll original or something. Cause it's, there's no lyrics. It's like a, it's a very non anime opening, but, uh, our other characters, they're thieves, um, and you don't need to worry about any of them except for the lady because she is so cute. Oh my god, is this the red haired girl? Yes, uh, I'm looking at these character designs. The character designs in this show seem solid. There's a weird, like, um, yeah, there's like a again, is an almost western quality to especially the main guy. Yeah, he's a little like he's got a pointy nose, like he's uh, yeah. Um, this girl is cute. Jesus, this girl is fucking. Oh, at one point she does. She does. Um, you know, she clicks her her tongue because she's angry. Mm-hmm. She makes an angry face. And uh, uh, who is this semen demon? Yes. What is this creature? Um, my wife who lists dot moe shake the field. <laughs> my wife who lists dot moe. Uh. uh but they are uh, they're weapons smugglers, and so early on, our our homeboy in the military meets a guy uh, loading shit up in the in a warehouse, and the thieves, um, they uh, accidentally, the thing they were going to smuggle ends up in his truck, so he gets framed basically for smuggling these weapons, and he ends up in jail, and um, because the thieves feel bad about it when they recapture the weapons, they also break the dude out of jail. Um, so they take him uh, with them. All of my screenshots are of this lady, by the way. Um, and so he ends up with them and he's pretty pissed about it. And then our main guy is very nervous about having to do combat for the first time because they're going to intercept these fucking weapon smugglers. And uh, the show was like pretty good up until this point. 
And uh, but like there's this there's this really tense long build up to his first combat, and then uh, the fight, the combat scene, the battle scene is very not great. The sound oh, effects no. are super wimpy, and there's a shot where um, like it's supposed to be like an action shot, but it's this girl. And it's like, it's just a static wide shot. And she just like runs 15 feet horizontally to her right and then fires a gun. And it's uh, comedically bad. Because this sounds um, like, it sounds interesting. Like everything you've described sounds compelling on paper. It, but it, if you it, can't. Yeah, it, it has good instincts. And like there's some show don't tell stuff where like someone shows up in his vans covered in bullet holes. And it's like, okay, that's good. We didn't need to see that. You know how to show us things without telling you know, without showing us. Um, but then, like, you know, the premise isn't like, it's fine. It didn't hook me really a lot. Um, but then also it becomes clear that, you know, someone just doesn't know how to direct action at all. Or they didn't have the budget That's for shame. it. Yeah. Um, it's not a large part of the show, but it is sort of the climax of the whole episode. And it is like, ooh, oh no. I'd argue uh, if I had watched it, I would have climaxed well before then because of this shake girl. <laughs> she's got a cape yeah her hair is like a bob and yeah uh, the hair is perfect it's it's, oh, it's like perfect. it's perfectly like european i'd say it just reminds me of like uh like the type of haircut you'd see in a french new wave movie or something she's like a yeah. grown-up version of the uh of the red-haired girl from that isekai from a long time ago i don't remember the name gr- gr- uh not grisaya what the f- called i don't know but uh, trust me, I was right on the money there. So, Grimgar, yeah, Grimgar, Grimgar girl. I'm googling. Did you uh, did you see the trailer for the new Evangelion? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, think stuff. that this guy has any idea what he's doing at all. It just looks like. I mean, would the- you Would you care? If you it were just him. looks like the dopiest components of the third movie, which is just like, I don't care about them fighting in tandem in new Evangelion suits. I just want characters to do interesting things. I don't yeah. care about a bunch of flashy rainbow effects on their outfits. I don't care. The plug suits are not the interesting thing about Evangelion. And the outfits are a new color. I oh, don't no. care. I don't care at all. I care so little. Stop, fuck, been, stop been, fucking me, Hideaki Anno. In eight years, of course, you're not supposed to care. No one. I, uh, I specifically remember talking about that film in 2013 and being like, see you in eight years. And I. That's. I think I deserve, you know, a little bit of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. I don't even know if I was exaggerating. I was like, it's probably going to be about eight years. And you know what? Boom. I, you know, I got fucked by Idiakiano. We all did. Um, For 25 years. Um, did, uh, I just slept with Hideakiano. You just slept on Hideakiano. I just had a really good variation on that recently. I don't remember what the fuck it was. It was when we were watching one of these vampire movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. It's, 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 a, it's this very specific gag because it's like, um, it works in so many situations. On but... Tomozaku Evangelion. <laughs> But nobody, nobody's gonna get that. Subaru, <laughs> uh, anyway. Subaru teriyaki Evangelion. 
Toyota Honda. I can't wait for all the tie-in products. They're going to be eight thousand dollars. You're going to be able to buy, buy all the razors. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah all you're the, gonna... all the, the Gillette razors and the fucking. Is it is it three plus one point still? I think so. It's not six hours. At three plus one point merch. I'm going to look at some of this merch we got here. Are they already selling merch? I'm. I would be amazed if they weren't. What that that seems weird. Like like months before the movie comes out. Well, isn't it coming out in December? It's January. Oh, okay. Maybe not. I think. Or March? Wait, when was it? Do you have any predictions for that movie? Is it even possible? Um, I'll, I'll try. I'll try something. I'm just going to go for it. Ready? 3.0 plus 1.0, thrice a pound of time. Um, I think... No, because how the fuck can it get from all the? How can it get to all of these different places? Um, I'm gonna say no time skip. We are straight. In, it picks up right where 3.0 left leaves off. Um, them in the desert walking. Um, pretty much immediately, I think Wheelie is gonna come in and scoop up Asuka, and that's just gonna leave Shinji and Ray in the desert together. And then Ray is somehow gonna get some sort of personality back. Because they're just basically these two robot people in the no, desert together. End. What's up? I think good end. Um, I think Mari is not going to have... Uh, Mari will be nothing. She will not be related to any previous characters. She'll do she something will, important, but yeah, she's nothing. She's she, she, will ne- she will never pay off anything. She is a complete waste of character. I would, it's impossible to even pay off. It doesn't even, you know, like, yeah. There's nothing she, she could do or anything. She, yeah. she, she's not even going to be... Uh, she's not even going to have information that other people don't have, which is like the thing that was supposed to be interesting (laughs) about her in 2.0. The thing that you're supposed to get like attached to is like, okay, she's kind of got a, a a double agent thing going on where she is privy to information that the other pilots don't have. That's going to not pay off in any sort of way at all. Um, Masato is going to sacrifice herself to save Shinji. Um, But you already did that. I mean, uh, I, mm-hmm. you're gonna do it again. It's gonna be a different, more. It's gonna be more fantastical. She's gonna yeah. fly the. She's like, gonna fly the Vili ship into a um, into an Evangelion that's going Super Saiyan, and sure, that's yeah, gonna. Yeah. She's and and she's gonna and then in her last moment she's gonna say like Shinji Kun, I entrust all of humanity's future to you. I you know I know I've been bad to you with this in the past, but I'm making good by it now, and I trust you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Risiko. Is Did gonna, you even uh, interact with her after like the first act in the last movie? Oh yeah, yeah. They know they have they have uh, the third act. They come together again, and there's some drama there. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna say Risiko is not gonna get to do anything interesting. Um, I'm, you know, what I'm most curious about is like he has to do like the third impact again, right? But he has to subvert it somehow. Yeah. So I don't know how. I think yeah, that's I, I, I'm thinking of how I would do that. Like, it, it's probably going to be more. Gendo, uh, Gendo's going to get, get control of, of it this more time. More CG, more psychedelic, maybe. Gen, more Gendo will colors. figure out a way to because Gendo is always on like some other shit. He's always looking at different bootleg, jacked up ways of getting an impact to happen. Um, that's like his whole shtick in the rebuilds. I'd say is like. With finding some way to subvert what the previous process was and, and do a ghetto version of it. 
But then it's um, still all according to plan. Right, exactly. Um, he's going to find a way to take control of it this time rather than it being at the mercy of Shinji. Um, and he's going to be the one to be behind the wheel of that, I think. And then that's what Miss well, Misato... Could we have like a, uh, you know, like the, the sequence that Shinji goes through where, you know, you see all the, you know, his inner, all of his inner psyche. And is it going to be that for Gendo? That'd be neat. I think that's possible. That is a possibility. I, I think it's possible. Uh, Foyutsuki will just, uh, oh, you know what? Check it. Mm-hmm. Foyutsuki's going to kill Gendo in this one. <laughs> okay. Foyutsuki's yeah, no, that, that gonna, He's going to literally backstab Gendo. Um, because he's going to protect, he's going to, he's going to do it to protect Shinji, I think. Um, because G- Gendo's pointing the gun at Ritsuko and then oh. zoom out for Fuyuki's pointing the gun at Gendo. <laughs> <laughs> zoom um, out. Lilith is no, um, uh, but yeah, um, they, they got so many characters to do shit with. It's like, we're, I don't. Um, we're gonna learn that that yes, indeed, Toji did die and got blasted during the what happened, the events at the yeah, end of two point like People died, yeah. Between two, but but like but like we're gonna get confirmation on it, even though it's heavily implied that that's the case in in hmm. three. We're gonna know for sure this time. Um, sure. He's Shinji's gonna talk to Toji's sister, who's grown up now, um, about it, and she's gonna get real emotional and sad. Uh, very emotionally sad. Uh, let's say, let's see. Um, Kaworu's gonna come back as an as a force entity. What? Um, oh come on. Um, maybe in like whispering in Shinji's ear at some point when he makes a key decision. It'd be uh, funny if we made all these crazy predictions and then it's just like the same, but. Asuka's choking Shinji this time. <laughs> um, I think that Ray is going to be full-on character. Uh, going to be completely new Ray character this time. Ray 4.0. Uh, anyway, yeah, we've gone enough. That's a lot of predictions. You got anything else? No. And I have to pee bad and let's talk about the last show. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Ochikobore Fruit Tart. Okay. Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. You watched that. We both watched this. We did. It's the last show of the season that we both wow. watched. It's a four coma drawn by feel. Um, it's a girl. She's leaving town, leaving the country, going to the big city. Her name's Sakura Ino. Uh, we're going to Tokyo. There's a, there's a wild big city scene. Look out the window, you know. So this is big city. So this is big city, big city uh, town. Uh, and, uh, this is when I learned, oh, it's the manga, it's the, it's the Hana Yamata guy. Um, the dancing. I knew I recognized the character design. The, also, I think the, they got some the good anime, looking characters. The anime character design also by the guy who did girlish numbers. So it's, yes, familiar faces, sort of. I, I um, really like the way that the girls look in this. I think they're all very distinct, but, uh, thank you. They, but they, but they, they come together as a cohesive unit. Yeah, yeah, they have to. Um, yeah, it's uh, these shows. They always meet your roommates very, very quickly because they just want to get you right into it. So it's there's a uh, there's a feisty lolly, there's mm-hmm. big dumb tits, and then yes. the third one is like Genki, I guess. I don't. Know. I like Genki Fang. That's me. Oh yeah, she's got a Fang. That's what it. Yeah, that's give, what it is. G- give me Genki Fang Canadian flag shirt. 
It's yeah, it's sort of it's like almost a pot leaf, <laughs> but it's sort of also the Canadian flag. Uh, they uh, they all live in a house for talented girls or something because they're not all idols. But then their manager decides that they're going to be idols because we move. Usually they wait until later, you know, in the plot to they have to, to figure to break, out what, how we're going to do. Out. But yeah, we have to save the. Uh, I think they call it the mouse house. Uh, we have to save the mouse house from being disbanded because we're not successful enough. So we have to form the idol unit. Um, so it's a gamble. It's life's a gamble. Um, one bit I liked is that uh, the feisty, angry, short one. She's angry because she's short, tiny boobs. You know the drill. But um, she's also uh, ups- she's also um, resentful about how she was a child actor. Yes. and she was known for being a broccoli mascot. That so is the, a good gag. The main character just straight up calls her um, like Barocco or something, Rocco Chan or whatever, Rocco Senpai. That's funny. You get a brief glimpse into her past as a broccoli idol, uh, a, a broccoli spot, you, you spokesperson, and she's dancing yeah. with two pieces of broccoli. It's good. And a piece of cauliflower. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So they have to form this idol, Idoru Unito. Um, it's it's like a, it's like dollar store comic girls. Remember comic comic girls as yeah. Um, they eat breakfast curry because they're poor. Um, the manager implies that she wants to kind of whore them out, but doesn't. Um, the sh- so yeah, the idol unit. They're supposed to be doing this show. That's supposed to be how they're uh, making this making this dough, but it's like it's just filmed by her, their manager. So I don't know if it's like a vlog or what, or if it's actually on TV. But um, their activity, first day, is they're handing out coupons on the street. And then they just break into song all of a sudden. So I guess it's one of those shows where yeah, there's no song. Yeah, they're just ready to go. They're, they're ready to go with they're that prepared. song, too. Yeah, they, yeah. Got, they got the full-on dance moves. And I'm fine with no, that. We don't, we don't need practicing montages, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah whatever. The girls uh, are cute. I like them. I want to touch cute. their heads. It's not quite madhouse level choreography like we got in Hanayamata, but uh, the best thing I can say about this is that it doesn't feel like a four coma. Thank God. I, I wouldn't, if you had I not told me that it, yes, exactly. If yeah. you didn't tell me, I would not have known that this was a four coma adaptation. It, uh, yeah. which is a, an achievement because boy, it's super easy to just slap all them jokes on the screen without any sort of connective tissue. Yeah, just every fifteen seconds, new joke, boom. Just yep. zoom out to the back of someone's no, head saying something. It really does yeah. feel like there are different scenes effectively you know um which that might be the way that the four coma is structured you know it's it might, might well yeah kind of but, but but still you can you can tell you know four comas usually feel a naturally rapid fire whereas this is like okay um, yep also there's some titties at one part or they they, they yeah, bust out they got the boobers she has the boobers um that was the other that was the other bit the other joke that i liked is the manager tells them the highest and re- lowest rated moments of their uh, show highest rated was the tits. The lowest was when they all became friends and were happy and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it that is very it, funny. <laughs> playing the reality show thing a little bit more. I think there's humor to be had there for sure. Um, They're cute. Whatever. Uh, that's it. Yeah, man. We did it. We did them all. What's our official recommendations for this season? What What are your boys watching? I might watch more of that Higurashi. It seems I saw a scene from that that was insanely well animated. It's might might uh, might be interested in that. Um, I don't remember what one hundred man was. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna spin up some more of that hypnosis mic. It's <laughs> one hundred man no Inochi. What the fuck was this? Um, it's 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 a uh, it's an it, another world. He's a farmer. He's a douchebag. Uh, doesn't oh, care about yeah, the... okay. Oh, that thumbnail is. Oh, does he go back to school? But then the things follow him back. That's weird. I wonder what that. I wonder if that goes places. I'm not gonna watch anymore. Don't worry about it. I won't watch anymore. Yeah. Um. Uh, Assault Lily. You know I'll be watching it. Uh, Majin Tabi Tabi. You know I'll be watching that Assault Lily. You know I'm watching it. (laughs) Oh, dude. You know I'm watching Assault Lily bouquet, dude. Hell yeah, dude. You know I'm watching that. Dude, you know I'll be watching that shit. Uh, Uh, saying Yoko and a Sigurdrif, of course. What? Sigurdrif, Senyoko, no, Senyoku, no, Sigurdrif. Think so? Plane show. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, plane show, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like what? Best. Yeah, <laughs> the names are hard to remember. Yes, yes, of course. That's my uh, that's my out. Uh, uh maybe, Majorno, maybe. I've heard I've heard weird things about Majorno Tabi Tabi. Uh, that it's like weirdly dark and and unusual. I don't know. Yeah, uh, no maybe, more maybe. hypnosis. No more to- Juju Kaisen. Sorry, Juju. Tony Tony Kaku Kawaii, perhaps. Oh yeah, I should watch more of that. Definitely. Uh, no more King's Raid. Sorry. No more girls climbing. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was okay, but they yeah. weren't strong enough. Yeah, you know, Sig Sigur Drifa, probably the winner here. Uh, Muno Nanana. I'll watch like one more and then and then forget about it. Um, just because I want to know what another episode of that sleep, looks like. Sleep, sleepy, sleepy girl. Sleepy Girl Show. That um oh yeah. I'm keeping on that one. You didn't like it, that's fine. I didn't I didn't hate I mean, it. I just felt like it could have been a little little short. Sleepy girl. Uh Ikebuka Westgate Park. Yeah. That's I mean, it depends on how formulaic it is. But if I like the sm- I didn't mention this last time. Did, did I tell you about the um did I mention the smoking kills shirt that Homeboy is wearing? Can I don't think you did, that? but I, I remember seeing that, yeah. That shirt is so fucking hard. I want that shirt so bad. It's just like a, just wear an ironic dare shirt. Like, we, it's the same thing. Uh, no, I, I think it just, it, it's aesthetically cool. I just think that the, 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 the words themselves and the where they are placed in the box around it just looks awesome. Yeah, anyway. sure, yeah. That's, that's a phrase you don't see that often on shirts. Right. Uh, Akudama Drive, of course. Important. Muy importante. Um, yes. Uh, let's see. Shimamura. Might be boring. I'll check out one more. Maybe they clap beefs. They might. Maybe they won't. They definitely won't. Taiso Zamurai. I won't watch it, but if you like family, it's about family. Yeah. Um, Moriarty. Oh, fruit tart. Eh, cute. We'll let you know about D four DJ first mix. If I, when if that I run comes out of out. if I run out of everything that's that I've that's that uh, I've that's been backing up in my life for the last two years, if I uh, run through all that, maybe I'll watch sort of Zurst, Magatsu Warehide Zurst. Um, and as for shorts, Dogeza. Yeah, you already know. And about and that and neck and sorry, Dakaga neck, and maybe Rail Romanesque. It's like a minute. Who cares? They they're, I like trains. There it is. Train, train, Dokoma. Twain. Twain.
Did All someone right. say Twain? I gotta fucking piss like a racehorse. I gotta do that. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. Love I'm, you. We'll see you. I'm again reading. I'm reading months. nine playbacks, but I think most of those are probably you. You've been pausing and replaying. Uh, it seems that way. Perhaps. Um. Well, thank you for listening. We'll uh, we'll have some more non recap or season preview content coming. Thanks uh, for. Tuning in, folks. I love you. All glory to the nation of. I think this is the right song. Hell yeah. 别哭的厅堂别在意空旷不了是你想心要你哄堂一切会好的一切都来吧天地随你爽你是内